Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We still don't have a stimulus package for coronavirus, but we will have a continuing resolution to ensure that neither Democrats nor Republicans have to deal with a government shutdown during an election. I get it. Now, now you might think that the top story is whether or not President Trump said this thing about dead soldiers in Paris. I don't think he said it. I think he said something else. I think it's very possible he could have used the line in his life like, What'd they go to war for? There was no money in it. But you see, if you listen to the CNNs of the world, it's it's derogatory. It's disgusting as opposed to maybe an understanding of these men, these soldiers, these women are different and they're special. As opposed to saying what they go to war for, there was no money in it. What if they said, what did they, what did the president said, what'd they go to war for? There's no money in it. That's how I see it. And I don't call Jennifer Griffin of Fox News a liar. Far from it. But saying that you have unimpeachable sources is fine. But there are like umpteen people saying this never happened, including John Bolton, who hates Donald Trump. And if that's not the unimpeachable source, the guy who was in the car, right, in the room where it happened... No one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. No one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. No one really knows how the party gets yes. If he's not the imp- unimpeachable source, then no one is. That's all there is to it. No one else is in the room where it happens. So that's all I can give you. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. I'm not saying that Jennifer Griffin's sources didn't tell her exactly what it is she reported. I'm saying I don't think it happened, but I don't think it's the top news story of the day. I'm going to get into it. I don't think it's the top news story of the day at all. I think the top news story of the day is that we still have a completely and totally dysfunctional government. That's going to work a continuing resolution. Lord knows how bad that's going to be in December to be able to get to a budget that moves us forward. And they still can't figure out how to bring about some stimulus. Are we going to pretend that just because the unemployment rate is going down, everything is fine? It's not everything fine. There is still massive work to do. They shut down these businesses. They shut down people's lives. I think you got to help them. I know, it's very weird positioning, right? You're a conservative, you're not supposed to. Yeah, self-reliance and your bootstraps. I believe in all those things. And they're not racist, by the way. Oh, that's, that's of course, the big one. Anybody who understands the, the evil of critical race theory understands uh, that people look at things like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and personal responsibility is bigoted racist things. They're not. They're very important things to the foundation of humans. But that's not what critical race theory does, and that's why President Trump, uh, very gladly, uh, as I see it, I'm very happy about the fact, eliminating it from the federal government. I'll get into that as well. There are people out there still damaged. We don't know yet all of the implications. It's very possible America comes over this hump. It's like, okay, back to work. Everything's normal. Fine, done, good. 
It's totally, totally possible. But I'm a, a better on the fact that it's not probable. And certainly the people who have been financially damaged are going to need the help. And we still don't have anything close to a deal on that. But the CR, the continuing resolution, they got a deal on that. They do not want it at all. By the way, the relief plans, the Republicans are at, what are they, $1.3 trillion? And uh, the Democrats um, are at $2.2 trillion. So they came down a little bit, but the Republicans aren't there. I don't want to spend money just to spend. I want to spend the money as needed. Right? That's what I'm looking to do. The Dow, by the way, has been going through some crazy, crazy gesticulations. The NASDAQ has been punched in the face. The Dow, the Dow at one point was, was, was below 500. Who knows where it's going to end up? And yet there's still a lot of faith. In everything going forward, I happen to be one of the people who has faith in the economy. I just recognize that there is damage done that is going to take a while to get over, and there are shifts coming that we have not yet to begin to even decipher. The continuing resolution is part of that problem that will come back to haunt us this Christmas. There won't be any big blockbusters in the movie theaters, but it will come out of Washington, D.C., like all good horror movies do. Now let's get back to anti-racism and what it is that President Trump has put forward here. Putting forward in defunding these projects and defunding critical race theory and the t- training of critical race theory in in the in the halls of government absolutely positively the right thing to do the director of the office of management and budget his name is russell vote i think it's pronounced vote v o u g h t sent a memo to the heads of executive departments and agencies telling them ordering them to cease using curriculum based on Marxist critical theory for their employees. Now, what is critical race theory? Which is a good, good question. Critical race theory is predicated on the idea that every part of life is connected via racism. That racism exists in every aspect, every relationship, every interaction. So therefore, the bigotry of racism must be found everywhere. You have to find it everywhere. It just exists. Go about finding it. You search hard enough, you'll get there. It, it discusses the idea that there are only socially constructed groups. Race issues are socially constructed groups. Therefore, there are no individuals. And one of the things that critical race theory always does in one aspect or another is work towards the disintegration of the American way of life. And one of the ways they do this is through the full-on assault on capitalism. If you take a look at more and more Black Lives Matter rallies, remember it has nothing to do with race. It's ideological. Critical race theory is ideological. Remember, one of the things that critical race theory says is that colorblindness is itself bigotry. Colorblindness is the idea that ah, I don't see color, I just see my friend, or I just see a person or whatever. That's colorblindness, right? That's supposed to be where we were all going 
Well, now that's bigoted as well. I actually argue in this case that that's true because I'm here to tell you I see you. I see people who are white and I see people who are black and I see people who are Asian. I see people who are Hispanic. I see them because I'm observant because I don't dumb myself down to pretend not to. I see the fat people and I see the thin people and I see the uggos and I see the hotties. I see them. I, with my own two eyes, I see them. Now, the question, of course, is what do you do with that data? Now, if I see someone and I say, hmm, they don't look like me, guess I should attack, that's bad. If I see someone, I say, hmm, they don't look like me, I'm going to go back to this peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's fine. Right? <laughs> if, if that's the easiest way to denote between two schools of thought, I'm just going back to my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't have to do anything when I notice it. That is not what the anti-racist believes. The anti-racist believes that you now have to do something. Remember, anti-racism is based very much on, on of course, all these ideas. But it's when you see it in, its, in, in training, it's based on we have to do something. This is something. Let's do that. Right? We have to do something about bigotry. Oh, look, here's anti-racism training. Let's do this without any look into what it actually is. It's like the 1619 Project from the New York Times. President Trump saying we are not going to fund schools that teach the 1619 Project. Damn straight, because the 1619 Project from the New York Times is a lie. And Nicole Hannah-Jones lied. And she has admitted that she lied. Because this isn't about history. This is about a narrative counter to history that we should take a look at. It's predicated on the idea that the country was actually founded in 1619 and exists solely and exclusively for slavery. That's why the United States was founded. Never mind, we weren't founded until 1776. You just hush your face and your mouth and your whatnot. Don't you tell me about history like somebody who's read a book before. We are not, not based on slavery. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie. The historians have said that's a lie. It's just not true. You have people like Gordon Wood. who have said this is just not the way that it works. So why should we even begin to say that this is the case? But that did not stop the New York Times. That did not stop Nicole Hannah-Jones. They put forth these continued, continued lies. One of the things people look at is the Somerset decision in the UK. The Somerset decision, Somerset Somerset versus uh, Stewart, the Somerset decision was the... I was the first step in the UK regarding uh, an end of slavery, as people point to it. 
and a historian would say to me, well, actually, it's a little bit this, a little bit that. Let, let's just go in, 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 in the roundabout there. And the theory is, is that even the UK knew they wanted to put an end to slavery, but the United States was founded to keep slavery going. It's a lie. So there are school districts that are teaching this. They're teaching a lie, which we know from Nicole Hannah-Jones, who wrote this nonsense, that this wasn't based on history. It was based on a narrative. Based on lies. So you should never send your kid to a school that buys into this, that teaches this. And President Trump is right to not fund it in any way, shape or form. This is the proper move. What has to be understood within all of these conversations is that the thing they tell us is not bigoted is actually the most bigoted thing. The anti-racists are racists. The people who want to teach critical race theory are the bigots. These are the facts as presented, not by me, but by them and you and me noticing. Right? You've got this whole story out of out of uh, one of the, the, the labs there in, in, I think it's in New Mexico, it's the Sandia National Laboratory, where they had this three-day re-education camp for white males with the goal of exposing their white privilege and deconstructing white male culture. Sorry, if your employer says you have to take this course and you're not allowed to say no, otherwise you're fired. Uh, first of all, holy crap. Uh, secondly, that's all bigotry. There is this woman, uh, Ashley the Lion, she goes by, who teaches this kind of stuff, this critical... I've actually read some of her website. It's it's mind-boggling. But her topic is all white people are racist. Everybody who looks a certain way based based on that look is guilty, is a bad person. I thought we don't teach that. I thought that's the exact opposite of what we're supposed to teach. No, no, no. That's what some people want to teach. And there are schools and there are businesses and there are hospital groups that buy into this. The federal government bought into this under Barack Obama, and now it's gone and damn straight. Because it's disgusting. And of course, Barack Obama is wrong. Barack Obama should be ashamed of himself for even buying in to some of this bigoted nonsense, this trash, this garbage. Shame on him. Pseudo-intellectual Barack Obama. Certainly not a constitutional professor, Barack Obama. We should note that on this, there's this class going on. There are these two, uh, like, they're not whiteboards, but they're like the big sheets of paper. And someone's written on them. And one of them says, all white people are racist. And then it has the address where you can PayPal this woman and send your money, you know, to assuage your guilt. And it also uh, talks about uh, how the problem is capitalism. Again, proving it's not about race. It's never been about race. It is ideological. So let us rip that ideolo- ideology out from the root. Let us rip the ideological nonsense out from the root. Let us put an end to it. Of course we should put an end to it. What, you think critical race theory is good for someone who's black? Ask a black person if it's good for them. It is not good for them. Just like you're hearing more and more people discuss defunding the police, and they're like, we don't want the police defunded in our neighborhood. What, are you crazy? They're not down Because they know Black Lives Matter isn't about race. They know Antifa's not about race. It's about destruction. And they'll get destroyed as well. How many black-owned businesses got the crap kicked out of them by the so-called good people who are engaged in riots? And they are 
Riots, by the way. They're riots. And the best is these people in the media, they can't even admit that they're riots. This was MSNBC, Chris Hayes. I guess the first question is like these the terms themselves are very difficult and loaded about what counts as destruction or violence and what you count as police use of force. And those definitions themselves seem to be at the the heart over the sort of political and cultural battle over what the protests themselves mean. That's absolutely right. And that is not absolutely right, Professor. Hold on a second. Chris Hayes, you think it's difficult to know what violence is? You see it with your own damn eyes. Rochester. This is New York. We're not Portland. We're not Seattle. We're Rochester. And Black Lives Matter starts walking through neighborhoods. And they get to this downtown area where people are eating in restaurants. And they're eating outside. And what do they do? They start walking up the table and saying, you have to leave. You have to go. The party's over. They start pushing plates onto the floor, taking glasses, tossing tables over, and then have the audacity to say this. There's no need to run, y'all. We're not going to hurt you. We're shutting the party down. No one's going to hurt you. Who buys into this bunch of garbage? Oh, Chris Hayes and this uh, professor on MSNBC. That's absolutely right. And uh, sociologists, social scientists more generally have had to come up with criteria where uh, a protest that is you know, coded as violent is one in which there's significant injury or death or, uh, you know, uh, uh, arson. Um, but that's got to be it's got to cross the threshold. And as you mentioned, 93 percent of these events have been peaceful. That is such an ignorant stat that anybody who hires this guy or Chris Hayes should be committed. 93% are peaceful. We have 26 people from the reporting who have died in these riots. Peaceful? My ass. I was a member of the Tea Party. I was told that I was violent. No one died at a Tea Party rally. Someone once had too much sweet tea. That did happen. Ooh, they felt a little queasy for about 45 minutes. People are dying. Businesses are being destroyed. And you walked up to people and told them they had to leave. You forced them out of their seats. You see video after video of people chasing others, trying to intimidate them, threatening attack on them. You see this woman being surrounded. You must raise your hand in solidarity with us. That's not violence. Anybody who gives these people power is out of their damn mind. So the president is right to drop critical race theory from uh, the halls of government. And right to start looking at ways to not fund schools to teach the 1619 project. It was American Airlines that decided that uh, flight attendants could wear a Black Lives Matter pin. You can wear a pin that says Black Lives Matter. And you know what other flight attendants said? Screw you. My husband's a cop. Or, or my boyfriend this, or my wife this, or this one that. 
can't wear that bigoted stuff. And they're getting pushed back. And rightfully so. Because Black Lives Matter is not about black lives. It's about ideology. And critical race theory is not about racism. It's about ideology. It's about destruction. And the cat's out of the bag, baby. It's out of the bag and everybody can see and they're like, oh, well, I guess we got to put an end to that. Now, this stuff is pretty well entrenched. It's going to be hard to put an end to it. But putting an end to it is what has to be done. Good on the president for taking these steps and good on you for learning a little bit more about what it is we're really dealing with in America and whom we are dealing with. I'm Tony Katz.